Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and joining with me as always is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. Miggy, we're back, and we are still undefeated in games when Joel Embiid plays and 50% of our team doesn't have COVID restrictions. <laughs> uh, that is correct. Um, you know, since we last spoke, though, I regret to inform our audience that we did have a three-game losing streak. But we're back with a win against the Miami Heat tonight, an overtime win, very exciting, 137 to 134. But before we get into this game, I want to talk about one of our losses in a very fun game, even though it was a loss and we kind of got blown out at the end. It was Sixers Nuggets, a loss, 115 to 103, in a game where Tyrese motherfucking Maxi dropped 39 points and just looked, he looked like a veteran and he just looked like he just did not give a shit. It was his team. He was pulling up from, I don't know, 35 feet, draining threes, weirdo floaters, playing great defense. Any thoughts on Tyrese Maxey? So many. Uh, I think you said it. He looks like he doesn't really give a shit in a great way. <laughs> I know, it's great. As opposed to being completely in his own head, he has apparently supreme confidence. Um, you know, our, the thought when drafting him, the scouting report was that he is defensive specialist. He doesn't really bring a lot to the table offensively. He had 39 points in like his eighth pro game. So that's pretty good. Uh, Miggy, he's the youngest ever sixer to score 30 plus points mm. beating who by only two days. I just assumed it was AI. No, it is Jaleel Okafor. <laughs> oh boy. Shout out I to John. I was not expecting that. Okay. That's legit. All right. Well, Chris, to the Miami Heat. We won in overtime, 137 to 134. In a game where, especially at the end, it just looked like the wheels are falling off. JoJo was getting a little frustrated. We couldn't get anything going. And lo and behold, Isaiah Joe hits a three. Turnover from the Heat. Joel Embiid hits a, an 18-footer to tie the game. Then in overtime, Joel Embiid takes over. Good night, Mittens. It was just such a good game and so exciting. But the real headline is that Joel Embiid is good at basketball. And I'm pretty sure I've uttered that sentence maybe 50,000 times on this podcast. But 40 points, a gazillion rebounds, five steals, I think three blocks. Just very dominant and really carried this team to a victory. What would you think? Yeah, stop me if you've heard it before. Uh, things were not great until Joel decided that he was the league MVP. Mm. I I hear you that we've had this conversation many times before, but I feel like it was different tonight a little bit. We had him being triple teamed at times <laughs> where the Miami Heat had nothing resembling a center. We had nothing resembling an offense, so they were just throwing bodies at him, and he was doing everything. He was initiating pick and roll sometimes. He was bringing the ball up the court sometimes, and he was our closer. Absolutely our closer, and in overtime, he was essentially playing the point, right? Isaiah Joe would bring it up across half court, and then he would— Maxie's fouled out. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. fouled out at this point. We literally don't have a point guard. It was insane. And then, you know, Danny Green was sometimes, like, being our point guard, who was just terrible at handling the ball. Joel Embiid, it was different, yes, but also kind of the same. Like, there was that stat where, you know, he's done this seven times, where he had 40 points and 10-plus rebounds, and it's just like— I wasn't surprised. 
and he looked a lot like Joel Embiid. I was not surprised that he just went like eight for eight to score the last like whatever points for us to, you know, get us back and to win the game. And it's just so it doesn't surprise me anymore because he's so elite, but certainly playing at an MVP level. 13 for 13 from the line, played 39 minutes Um, after the game. I loved it. He goes, he made it a point of saying, I'm not tired. Oh, did he say that? <laughs> yeah. Like was he Amy Fadul was like, no? yeah, I mean, a lot of minutes tonight. He was like, I'm not tired. <laughs> uh, just to be clear. Chris, there's another person that I think we should talk about. Yes. It's Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, I'm not sure what's going on with him. I'm not sure if he's just regressed or if maybe I'm just tired of seeing him be so bad in the half court. I mean, in fairness, the... Heat had definitely game planned against him, you know, really loading up the box. They had that uh, zone defense, and he couldn't really do what he's best at, which is driving to the rim and kicking out. But, man, it was like a slog for him. Five points, six turnovers is part of the story that he had knee surgery three months ago. I don't think so. He doesn't look He doesn't look hobbled, all right? He still, like, looks very, like, very aggressive coming down the floor mm-hmm. on a fast break. Chris, we're at the Shake Milton Minute. Chris, you got anything you want to talk about? Ben, Matisse, and an unprotected 2023 first for James Harden. Yes or no? Yes, for sure. Same package for Bradley Beal. Yes or no? Yes. Ben straight up for Zach Levine and Tomas Sadaransky. Yes or no? That's a hard maybe. Ben straight up for CJ McCollum. Yes or no? I've never been a big CJ guy, but he's balling out, so I would say yes. The Raptors are in last place. Don't ben say for it. Kyle Lowry. No, that's, Malachi I, I fucking Flynn, knew that was coming. Kyle Lowry, I don't want first this fucking round team. Pick. 